Welcome to EG's Voice of the Region. I'm Jim Larkin. I'm a regional researcher with EG. And once again, I'll be getting under the skin of the commercial real estate market in a particular corner of the UK, thanks to the expert guidance of a regional agent flying high in its radius on demand rankings. And regional agents don't fly much higher than in Nottinghamshire, where FHP Property Consultants has racked up some absolutely insane numbers on the radius rankings. Um, it clocked up well over 1.2 million square feet of transactions across 226 deals in 2021. And it's got off to a flyer this year with the latest figures showing more than 100,000 square feet has been transacted across 29 deals. So to find out exactly how it managed it and to understand the county more broadly, I'm very pleased to be joined by FHP surveyor Anthony Barrowcliffe. Anthony, hello. Hello. Good stuff. Uh, now, um, first up, can you just give us a brief introduction to FHP and explain your role and areas of expertise? Yeah, absolutely. So, so FHP uh, is a private commercial property <coughs> consultant based in the East Midlands. Uh, we were established over 30 years ago by Brian Fisher, David Hargreaves and John Proctor. Uh, FHP have become one of the largest private commercial property consultants in the East Midlands, dare I say, uh, probably <laughs> the largest. Um, and the team um, keeps growing. So. We do work across all sectors uh, and we do a wide range of work. Uh, personally, I work in the industrial team specialising in agency and uh, dealing in a range, dealing with a range of clients across Nottinghamshire, Derbyshire, Leicestershire and Lincolnshire. OK, and are you kind of Nottinghamshire born and bred? I am. So I was born about 12 miles out the city, but I went to school in Worksop, uh, which is in Nottinghamshire, and I went to university in Nottingham, so very much uh, a Nottingham boy, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Um, now, um, uh, Nottinghamshire, it's kind of got good geography in that it's about, you know, halfway up the country, um, both the M1 and A1 go through it. Um, so I think kind of because of that level of connectivity, um, people might assume that, you know, commercial real estate activity there is all about logistics. Um, but I imagine there's more variety going on than that. Um, can you sort of give us an overview of, you know, the most popular sectors in the county at the moment and the types of property demands that come out of that? Yeah. Um, so firstly, there is a huge benefit to, to the AIM-1 and M1. Uh, and you're absolutely right in that the logistics sector has flourished and become one of the major um, sectors we've got purely because of those transport links. But we don't just manufacture, well, we don't just transport goods. We also manufacture. Um, we've got some incredible engineering companies, e-commerce and trades and skills throughout the entire East Midlands, alongside science-based companies and innovative, creative businesses. Um, I'm very privileged, FHP, to work with a huge array of people and businesses and to work with open mind clients. Um, and to, um, so, yeah, so I, I can't really say there's any kind of trends, but we do have all kinds of trades. So we don't just move things. <laughs> sure okay so I mean I guess in terms of the the units you you handle um it goes from everything to the massive sheds down to you know fairly small industrial park type units absolutely so we we do the very biggest stuff to the very smallest stuff so we'll deal with big PLCs right through to you know to to sole traders so there really isn't anything we don't cover 
cool uh, okay um <laughs> bit random but one of my kind of childhood memories is watching a thing on tv about rally bikes and and, and them having a sort of a massive manufacturing plant in Nottinghamshire. um are they still there are they, are they still a big employer yeah, so rally bikes are still operational in the city, although they're now part of the Excel Group. Um, funny story about uh, rally bikes: my grandfather actually worked there, and I think his dad worked there as well. Um, although he only ever told me about the football stories and cricket stories against boots <laughs> and police, so I don't know how much work he actually did. But uh, yeah, so they're still around. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, now, um, what would you say is Nottinghamshire's USP? Um, why did kind of you know occupiers choose that as a place you know to locate and do business? Uh, so Nottingham is almost in the middle of the country, mm-hmm. um, and it steeps with history and character. Uh, and our USP, in my opinion, is our two universities, our locality to the rest of the country, and of course Robin Hood. And- <laughs> and the mighty Notts County Football Club. <laughs> ah, you sit that side of the, the, the football device. Yeah, I do, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, now, um, your figures on the radius rankings for Nottinghamshire, um, very impressive. Um, I think you, never mind FHP as a whole, but you personally managed to transact uh, uh, 300,000 square feet of space last year, um, which is more than the next nearest company managed. Um, and in deals numbers, you did 69, whereas the second highest company was 21. Um, how have you managed that? And what do you think you're getting right that, that the rest of the market perhaps isn't so much? Uh, I, I, well, I, what I think I probably do different is I work very hard and I'm very honest uh, and I'm very much all about providing a service. Um, I'm not doing anything different to anyone else. Surveyors have been selling properties for many, many years. I feel what I am delivering is, is good old fashioned customer service and communication. Um, I'm a very straightforward person. Uh, I'm not afraid to deliver good news and bad news. Uh, the way I see it is that's better than no news. Uh, and I think that within my city and our clients has been appreciated and respected. Uh, I'm determined not to be the best surveyor in the world or the most knowledgeable, but I, I want to do is deliver better service than anyone else. And that's why I think I've, I've managed to do to do well. So it kind of comes down to old fashioned hard work in the end. Yeah, sure. exactly that. Okay. Um, has COVID changed the way you work as a company? I imagine you're kind of out of the office a lot anyway, but um, are you kind of working more flexibly and relying more on things like Teams? Yeah, so of course things have changed. Um, it's As you mentioned, I'm in a role which is very much self-driven um, and generally everyone at FHP um, it's the same way. Uh, we all want to exceed, we all want to win. Um, our office is open. Uh, and I'm one of the one of the few that that goes in most days. Uh, things are absolutely more flexible, uh, mm-hmm. and we're most certainly um, not chained to our desks anymore. But it's business as normal. Um, but like you said, with a lot more teams calls. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know about you, but I think kind of, yeah, everyone went mad for Teams calls just because they could early on and they seem to have kind of calmed down a little bit to a more manageable level. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, so I'm hoping with Teams, there's been many, many calls on Teams where um, the things are difficult and you never know when to talk or not talk. Um, mm. So uh, although I've enjoyed it, I'm looking forward to some more face to face. Sure, good stuff. OK. Um, and I mean, kind of beyond Nottinghamshire, which other counties do you operate in and, and what's the you know activity like there? 
so I personally operate in Leicestershire, uh, Lincolnshire and Derbyshire markets. Um, although my kind of specialist area is Nottinghamshire, I'm, I'm, my best knowledge is, is there. Um, kind of within my area, the sub 20,000 square feet industrial market, it's been strong throughout all of those locations. Um, there's just a desperate need for space throughout the whole of these Midlands, especially within my within my you know sub 10,000 square feet sector. So all very very strong. Sure. Okay. Um, that kind of leads me on nicely to the next one. Um, FHP is kind of as I mentioned earlier, you kind of started the year strongly. Um, how optimistic are you about the year ahead, given everything that's going on in the world um, and the kind of the extra costs that businesses are having to incur for things like energy and materials? Um, it kind of feels like it would be a you know a brave person that starts or looks to expand their business right now. Yeah. So so we we've started very strong in 2022, um, and we're seeing no signs of this slowing down, despite mm. what is happening in the economy news. I have my fears uh, when it comes to inflation, interest rates, energy prices and build costs. Um, and I feel there must be a pinch point. Mm. Uh, but for now, people are brave. Businesses are booming um, and are overwhelmingly busy. Um, I'm lucky enough to meet many of these brave people who show no signs of doubt or hesitation. So for now, uh, boots on the ground, you know, it's still very, very busy. But yeah, I, I am watching the space um carefully as you mentioned they're all concerns mm, fingers crossed that that continues okay yeah. um now i mean uh, okay uh, most agents i've spoken to no matter where they are in the country have kind of said the logistics sector has been the standout performer um you know since lockdown started um how big a part of that how big a part of the market in nottinghamshire is is logistics i mean logistics is huge there's no there's no getting away from that um, as mentioned before, we are in the middle of the country and we can get anywhere within within a few hours. So due to our central location uh, and incredible roads, logistics you know, has, has become huge. There's no there's no doubt about it. Sure. OK. Um, how much further do you think the sector can, can continue to grow? I mean, obviously, you know, the kind of uptake accelerated massively during the pandemic. But is there a sense that everyone who wanted space has now got it or is there still demand out there? You would think so, uh, <laughs> but it's it's staggering how much space is required, um, how little is available, and how little land we have to provide development. Um, there's still incredible requirements out there, unfulfilled, and hopefully John Proctor, my boss, will let me uh, get my hands on on one of these half a million pound, or half a million square foot lettings one day. Right. Soon. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I mean kind of following on from that we've seen pretty much all covid restrictions ease um and now people are free to return to the high streets um do you think the demand for online shopping and therefore you know all the, the warehousing stock that goes with that do you think that will wane slightly or do you think the way we've shopped has changed forever uh, i really hope not as i as i love our high streets and mm. i don't want them to suffer any more than they have already um online shopping has took off and accelerated obviously due to COVID with even my parents now having to go buying online. <laughs> yeah um, that's the test that's when you know it's really kind of crossed over. Yeah but I <laughs> but I know there's still a lot of optimism for the high street um, it's still a day out uh, and it's still that experience um, so you know I'm, I'm optimistic towards that but from my experience again as, as an industrial agent space for online e-commerce businesses is still it's still in great demand alongside fulfillment um, and that might die off slightly, but for now it's it's still in demand. 
I don't think shops will die and neither do I think the office sector will die, but I just think it will be recreated and, and will take a new identity. Uh, I strongly believe in things doing a full circle uh, and I think those two sectors will will do that. Sure. Okay. Um, what are kind of looking beyond logistics? What are the other subsectors that have been doing well in Nottingham? I mean, how big, for example, is manufacturing, um, and which are the big employers who are expanding in that area? I mean, ma- manufacturing is huge throughout Nottinghamshire. Uh, we have huge operators such as DFS, JD Sports, Games Workshop, um, and we have other sectors such as auctioneering, which is taken off. For example, John Pye. Um, so I could go on and I'm sure I've missed many, many large companies there. But yeah, manufacturing is very much the heart of of, of, of here and, and where we live. OK. Um, now, one of the things um, people might not know about FHP is how big a part of the culture sport is. Um, an awful lot of people there uh, seem to have played at quite a high level. Um, so with that in mind, we need to talk Nottingham Forest. Um, it was a you know difficult start of the season, but they've just had a great FA Cup run. Uh, giving Liverpool a bit of a scare. Um, Stonewall penalty, if you ask me. And now the focus is on chasing down a playoff spot. Um, If we can kind of put your loyalties to Notts County aside for a minute, um, from a business point of view, how big would it be for the county if they were to be successful and made Nottingham a Premier League city again in terms of, you know, the status that defers and the just general boost to profile it offers? I I mean, firstly, sport is huge FHP. Uh, pretty much everyone at FH Police plays sport and enjoys it, um, which helps with our, with our culture and ethos here. Um, Nottingham Forest getting into the Premier League would be huge for the city, um, alongside getting Notts County back into the Football League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, along, alongside kind of Notts County and Forest, you know, we, we also um, have one of the best cricket grounds in, in the world, in my opinion, and we also have Nottingham Panthers. But for the city to get Nottingham Forest back in the Premiership would be huge for the, the business community. I think it would be it would help huge with with morale locally, with local investment, and hopefully it will bring more money into the city. So, you know, I'd, I would love to see Nottingham Forest in the Premier League. I really would. Cool, good stuff. Okay. Um, now, if you had a magic wand, what's the the first thing you do with it that would help out the CRE market in Nottinghamshire? So, so I've mentioned, I, I do a lot of work in kind of the, the, the sort of 20,000 square feet market. But what, what I would what I would love to see more of is I would like to see more smaller industrial units being built alongside promoting smaller incubator starter units uh, with easy in and easy out terms. Um, I just think as a city, we should be encouraging more um, this this sector and I'd love to see you know as, as, as support uh, and encourage entrepreneurialism more and that's something I, I would love to see um, the other thing I think would be huge and I'm sure most people listening to this would have heard this many times would be business rates um, mm. a lot of tenants you know it is a, it is a crippling cost alongside rent service charge insurance utilities and and, and daily challenges running a business such as you've mentioned fuel prices energy prices minimum wage increasing you know storage contain you know containers coming over from china so i think that would be a huge help um to local businesses yeah Excellent. Okay. Uh, well, let's hope uh, Rishi Sunak is listening. Okay. Um, just finally, then. I mean, you kind of you came on board with Radius quite early, um, and it means you know not only do you get to kind of show the world how well you're doing, uh, but you also get to kind of see the data from the rest of the Radius market. Um, how are you finding using it, and how how useful a tool is it? Um, 
EG is a huge help uh, in providing the correct advice and having the best market knowledge possible in providing the best service, going back to, to what I said before. Um, especially with how strong the industrial sector is performing, uh, it's essential to utilise a tool like EG Radius to understand not just our East Midlands market, but the wider market and um, values on rental side of things and also on the sales side of things have, have skyrocketed. So it's important to keep a keep a hold of that, not just the deals that we're doing at FHP, but what others are doing. Um, so for me personally, it's an incredible tool. Um, I often use it within my reports and it's a huge source of data for me. Sure. Okay. Um, do you feel like there's been a bit of a change in how the industry views data? I mean, I think it wasn't that long ago that everyone just kind of kept it a little bit secret, whereas now they're kind of, it seems like people are realising the value of, of sharing it and kind of, you know, everyone benefiting from that. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that there was a, an old culture of not wanting to share information. You know, I'm, I'm a part of that old culture. You know, I'm very open and willing to share my information and, and help others. And I think the more transparent we all are, the better service we can all provide and, and, and the better we can work with one another. So I'm I'm very for that. And I think something like EG is a, is a great source of, of sharing information. Perfect. Excellent. I think but on that happy note, I think we'll bring things to a close. Uh, Anthony, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate that. Thanks so much. 